Blog Talk Radio. You think you know my name, and you say you know my name, and you really don't know my name. You know my name. You think you know my name, and you say you know my name, and you really don't know my name. You know my name. You know my name, say you know my name, you really don't know my name. You know my name, think you know my name, say you know my name, you really don't know my name. You can't stop me if I'm rolling, living lying like it loaded. If I shop it, then I'm poking, tend to turn the top and Trojan. Pop, drop in one motion, like in the door in the focusing. Open the door in the focusing, street legend is approaching. You can never really want to pull it with a little nigga that don't really want to do it, then to it. You can never really want to get into it with a nigga off the floor, cause I make a killer shook it. Shorty, you know you involved, making that thing applause. Family having a ball, hit it, get it, you know. You know my name. You know my name, say you know my name, you really don't know my name. You know my name, say you know my name, you really don't know my name. You know my name, you know my name, say you know my name, you really don't know my name. You know my name, say you know my name, you really don't know my name. You can never really wanna smack a little nigga, pack a little nigga, that don't really wanna do it. Off the floor, then the fall, and the cruising and losing it. Now I really wanna get into it. But shorty, you shaking it off. Big time, high roller boss. Noah, face on the cross. Art on foes, exhaust. Stacking the money, it costs. Seven Capri's, lost. Adam and Eve, sauce. Drop to your knees, no. Drinking my seeds, pause. Chicken and D, gloss. Now I gotta do what I gotta do when I'm on a move or breaking. You know my name, you know my name. You know my name, say you know my name, you really don't know my name. You know my name, say you know my name, you really don't know my name. You know my name, you know my name, say you know my name, you really don't know my name. You know my name, say you know my name, you really don't know my name. Take the game to another level, scoop them up. Bam, bam, and parable. Move to the mellow. Take the game to another level. Scoot them up. Bam, bam, and parable. Move to the mellow. You know my name. You know my name. Think you know my name. Say you know my name. You really don't know my name. My name, say you know my name, you really don't know my name. You know my name, you know my name, think you know my name, say you know my name, really don't know my name. You know my name, think you know my name, say you know my name, really don't know my name. Radio. I'm your host, Amethyst, and for Mr. AKA tonight. So as usual, you know that we will bring you some music from local Chicago artists. Also, if anyone would like to call in, 
or if you have a request for a song that could possibly be in the database, um, the phone number to call in is 516-666-9826. So we're going to kick off Music Friday with J.R. Smooth Vibe featuring Sinatra's. I know you got a man at home 
But he always on the go And he cheating on the low Girl, just come even up the score Now I'm like, look what that dick did Catch you addicted Screaming, oh my God, oh my God Now you want to be a Christian And yet the devil wears Prada and sometimes Balenciaga and baddies I done had plenty. But you? I will eat it through the fancy. And Guriana will be proud of you. Way I put it down for you. This is a one of a kind type of vibe. We need to hang. Don't need a new. I got the juice. And even if we never end up together, girl, this is the truth. I just want to vibe with you. Welcome back to OG Radio. I'm your host, Amethyst. I didn't get a chance to catch it, but tonight, supposedly, you are supposed to be able to see the northern lights. The Chicagoans are supposed to be able to catch it tonight. Because throughout the week, sunspots were spotted. You know, sunspots release magnetic energy and fast-paced particles. And they were seen within the U- the northern U.S. as well as Canada. This, w- this brings a lot of impacts to technology, but you are supposed to be able to see it if you look up in the sky. But if anybody had a chance to see anything, let me know because I didn't have a chance to check it out. But that's something that I enjoy. I like um, astronomy and things that are related to science. So we're going to play another song for Fresh Friday. This will be Ron B. Beautiful, Sexy featuring Daniel Scott.
Welcome back to OG Radio. I'm your host, Amethyst. I'm going to play one more song, and then we'll get into the caramel reply. Next up is Stove Guy featuring Easy O'Hare, Rosé, and Caviar. All I do is play fit scale. Round chopping, singing it's the caveman sales. Line up full of Rihanna and caveman shells. I probably made a million dollars on them Avis swells. Fell plug, honey, racks in the Birkin. Had to see him face to face, cause I knew he couldn't tax me in person. It's that whip talk, honey K when I shit talk. Speaking on my charm, now we haven't half a brick talk. I spread the bullets till they stuck to you. If I wasn't pooping, I catch the bus to you. I'ma keep it a buck. Uh, honey. 
spot and make the work purge. The early worm took the first bird. I remember my first bird. I took the game and put the padlocks on. These niggas writing they verses kept the cap lock on. So it's fucked up like I cooked the crack bag on. I paid the ref off in Texas. That's my call. I tried to roll in with the caviar.
I have been around his friends, but he has excuses when it comes to hanging out with mine. Girl, real talk, he only thinks his jokes are funny and everyone else's jokes are stupid. To be truthful, I'm afraid that he will be rude and sarcastic to my friends. Anyway, so for this reason, I refuse to extend another invitation to him. In fact, I'm considering telling him about his behavior. But I know it will lead to a serious altercation with him, talking loud, being defensive and offensive, as a way of him trying to silence my voice. I think he wants a child to reprimand, and he's confused because I am not his child. He's my friend, and I have some good qualities, but he can ruin a good time. Should I speak to him or just let it be? Because it's his personality. In actuality, I know it's not going to make a difference. Amethyst, what do you think? Hey, Miss D, good to hear from you. I hope all has been well with you. Wow, your friend sounds like a real desperate housewives episode. He definitely has a board stuck up his butt. But if you feel it is worth talking to him, then you should. But it sounds like that he's coming across as a Mr. Know it all. And he does not what he care and he doesn't care what he says or how he says it. It appears that it's all about his opinion. I don't believe people like him whose thoughts are so one-track-minded can ever see beyond themselves. He is capable of changing, but I don't think he wants to, especially if he feels that he is always right and everyone else is wrong. Until this can be addressed, do not introduce him to your friends and suffer embarrassment. What you can do, if you have, if they happen to cross paths, is to tell your friends about his behavior prior to the introduction. In this way, they will be prepared. Try not to allow his sarcastic and rude remarks to bother you. Sometimes it's best to just ignore someone if they do not know how to speak accordingly. I understand that this is your friend, but no one is forced to like him, not even you. If he really becomes too combative, ask him to leave and really, really have that conversation with him that you should have had a long time ago. If he doesn't like it, then leave him at home when you go out and party with your friends. You cannot change him. He can only change himself. But I feel that it's a good habit that amongst friends, to me, a friendship should be an open door. But you should have this policy as well that you can talk to each other about anything. Because oftentimes, I think people when you're having a conversation, the first thing that someone does is that they listen, but they're not really listening to what you say to understand or to take a moment to step back and think that, oh, well, maybe I didn't realize that I was reacting this way, or maybe I didn't even realize that I had an angry face because most time when people talk that they're not looking at themselves, so they have no idea what they look like. But sometimes people that they only respond 
just to get their word in or to say that they feel that your opinion is inadequate or wrong or maybe you're just being overly sensitive. So sometimes when you have this type of situation, it's hard for you to get your thoughts in because in order for a situation to be properly addressed, I feel that both parties that they have to listen with their ears wide open and listen to process, not just to respond. So, too, that sometimes, I don't know if you will want to address this in person, but sometimes that when you send things to text because people can't actually hear that person's voice, sometimes things that you say in text can be misconstrued. So I think that it might be your best bet because he already has this disposition. It's to talk to him directly, not like by text or email or anything like that because I think he would take your words in the wrong way. But I hope that you are able to tell your friend about how he comes across, and hopefully he will be willing to change. I hope this advice is helpful, and good luck. So before we get into question number two of the Caramel Reply, I'm going to play some music for the Friday music segment. Again, you're still listening to OG Radio. I'm your host, Amethyst, so we're going to jump right into AC Guapo Ain't the Same.
Welcome back to OG Radio. I'm your host, Amethyst, and I have an announcement to make. So today is officially the last day of the OG Fresh Friday show. From here on out, I will be taking over the Friday show, and the show will be under a new name. Yes, I know this might catch some of you by surprise, but Mr. AKA, he will tell you, a little bit about it later, and he would give his official departure from the show. But in any event, the show will become Purple Passion, so that's what it will be. And the show will have a similar format, so artists, don't be alarmed if you still have your chance to play your music, and you will have a chance to submit um, any music or advertise any upcoming showcases that you might be a part of. And we will be doing interviews as well, and we will keep with the Caramel Reply with Amethyst on Fridays. So, again, just to repeat, this will be the last OG Fresh Friday show. But we're going to keep on going with the music. And next I have Ari The Way. La ciencia The way she shake that ass I might buy that bitch a purse The way she shake that ass I might put her in my purse Where you get them knees from? Baby, who your source? I love all women But them things I prefer You know I kill a kitty I don't show no fear remorse I love all women, but them things I prefer. You know I kill a 
Welcome back. Welcome back to OT Radio. I'm your host, Amethyst. If you want to call in, the number is 516-666-9826. So I recently started watching this anime called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And yes, I know that it has been out for a while, but it is new to me. And so far, I really like the anime. It stars about the Joe Star family. So the Joe Star family, they go all the way back to when Jack the Ripper was supposed to be running rampant. So that's what the first season was focused on, about a modern-day version of a vampire. So then as the series goes on, uh, people within Joe Star family line, sometimes it skips a generation or two, but people within the main Joestar bloodline that they happen to to go against these supernatural beings. And so these supernatural beings that they go up against, that they have to battle, and they develop new powers as it goes on. So currently I'm on season five of the series. Um, I just started some about, I'd say like about 16 episodes in. And I like that this time that they're focusing on Jerno because Jerno, he's actually supposed to be the son of Dio, who Dio was the main villain for season one. And then he actually came back in a future season. But what was interesting is that he seems to possess more of the Joe Star's traits and bloodlines because Dio was beheaded and his head was placed on Jonathan Joe Star's body. And so when they merged that whole thing together, you know, I would say that if you really like anime and you're looking for something new that you have not seen, that I would recommend that because actually – Season 6, Part 2, which is Stone Ocean, will actually be coming to Netflix later on this year. So that's a show that I highly recommend if you have not seen it already. Yo, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? You know, I had to check in. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, I had to check in with you. Oh, I'm all right. I'm yeah. all right. I was just tuning in, you know, checking out the show. So I was just and, telling uh, everyone early in the show that you are going to call to tell everyone that you are leaving OG Fresh Friday radio show and that you are calling in to say your farewell. So here it goes, you guys. 
I, I probably am. I don't even know that. But if I am, then this would be an amazing way to lead the show. But if that is what I'm going to do, I probably can if I want to. But, I mean, I could. That is that is a possibility. Because that was, that was the plan from the whole jump. But for me to not be on the radio full time, um, I was just, honestly, to be honest, y'all, I was just waiting on Amethyst to tell me that she's ready to take over Fresh Fridays. I don't, that don't mean that y'all not going to hit me like I ain't going to never be on the radio. It's just the fact that I will allow her to take over the, the whole Fresh Fridays and all that other stuff. And just, you know, just, you know, have the whole Friday for her to do what she needs to do with the show and make it grow even better, man. So that was basically the goal, man. But uh, that's not mean that I ain't going to never be on the air no more. It just means that she'll be fully taking over uh, Fresh Friday's OG radio. You know what I'm saying? So y'all be hearing more of her, more of the common reply. Like I said, that don't mean that I'm not going to be on the air. It just means that she will be in full control of the show which was the goal from the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I definitely was trying to be making sure that um, <clears throat> not just um, Amethyst, but Radio Rail and, and Genesis, and, and they make sure they have their own shows to where they have their own personalities to where they can do what they need to do. You know what I'm saying? So, but I am, you know, I'm a hundred thousand percent confident that I already know Amethyst is going to do an amazing job because, like I said, she used to have her own show and on True Biz Radio. So I'm just happy the fact that she's ready to get back into that role to where it's, it's her full show. And like I said, I'm always going to call in. I'm always going to help out and all that other stuff. But at the same time, um, yeah, that was that was honestly the goal was for me to not have to be on the air full time, be able to be in to just fill in. Uh, to be fully to be able to do this program director's job and so many other things that I have coming up for OG Radio Day due to the fact that it causes me not to be on the air more. So, uh, yeah, man, this is an, an amazing, you know, um, situation. And um, I honestly, like I said, I honestly was ready for it to happen. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, this might be my last full episode of OG Radio for myself. Uh, like I said, at the end of the day, uh, I want everybody to understand that I ain't going nowhere. It's just the fact that I'm allowing people to take over. And that's, you know, that's about it, man. You know, I appreciate it. You know, that's what it is. Like I said, I'm tuning in right now, and I was hearing that you were um, talking about, like, shows that you were watching. I got a show that I've been watching, or I finished watching, like, season one of. Uh, I don't know if anybody's been watching Invincible, but I got logged in to Invincible. And I've been rocking with Invincible, and Invincible was cold. I was I was shocked that it was that good because people were like, I'll watch Invincible. And I was like, all right, I might, but I didn't watch the whole first season. Now I'm out here thirsty waiting on the second season. <laughs> I hate when that happens. Like, when you finish the first season and then, like, I think it's horrible. Like, when you watch the season or maybe two, and it takes, like, about three years for the next season to come out. Right. And yeah, because I'm you definitely have to go waiting back on that. And rewatch it, because then everything is not fresh in your memory, and then you have to tie mm-hmm. all the pieces together. Right, right, definitely, definitely. And like I said, I, I ain't even gonna lie, I was super taken in by um, 
by uh, Invincible. I didn't know it was going to be that good. Like, I'm so thirsty for season two. I don't know when it's coming out. I don't know when whatever. I ain't got no details on it and nothing like that. So, I don't, I don't, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't really know about that. Um, I'm really thirsty for it to come back. Um, I saw some mixed reviews on the Morpheus, on the Morpheus movie. Uh, I haven't seen it yet because I've been busy doing what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. But uh, from what I'm saying, it's, I mean, it's, a lot of people like it. A lot of people don't. A lot of people want to know how it's going to be tied into the MC universe. I mean, it's a lot of questions to be asked with that movie. And um, I just want to see, you know, when I see it, when I get a chance to watch it, because I am going to watch it. I just don't know when. When I go watch it, I just want to see how they tie everything into it. I haven't seen it either, but I think that um, I think that they have to remember that um, that this is, even though they could be tied into it, but that some of these movies mm-hmm. are separate, even though that they still are in the MCU, but mm-hmm. it's not like the same people are overseeing it. So I think right. sometimes that the fans that they be thinking that okay automatically everything's gonna tie in it's gonna make sense when that's not true, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. I think that it could be okay. It might not be one of the best movies that you've seen, but I think for an right. origin story that it could be okay, and then you could build from yeah. that and make it better. Mm-hmm. Because um, yeah, and I, cause you know, I think they can add like. Like, even in the animated Spider-Man, um, Morbius, you know, he wasn't really all that special anyway. <laughs> he was cool. He did his thing. You know, yeah, it was okay, was... but... Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're tied in with, like, sad stories from Spider-Man or, you know, just add a, a second, you know, movie and add Spider-Man in it or whatever like that or... You know, they could have mm-hmm. Blade in there. It's like it's a million ways that they can go about it. But uh, for me, I mean, like I said, I'm going to give it a chance when I get a chance to get to the movie theaters. But other than that, um, I don't know. Like, I just, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take me a minute to see it. Probably not this week, but next week. But once I get a chance to see it, I'll have my own, like, you know, take on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what else? Oh, I, I had a chance to watch the um, first episode of Moon Knight. Oh, that did come out. Yo, I meant to I got to go watch it now. I knew it was something I meant to mm-hmm. watch. See, that's what I'm talking People remind me to watch stuff. So I, don't tell me what happened. Just give me your opinion on it, like your review on it. So I think for the first episode, okay, I like how it was a, okay, I said as much, like this was like a slow burn, but the mm-hmm. way that they have it set up that it makes sense, like it gives you, like it's kind of like lays out some of the information for you, but it doesn't actually come out and puts everything together until like towards the end you put all the pieces together. Like that's not a clue that they give you that you can put two and two together, but I like how they slowly build. You know, it's not just like how, bam, okay, we we jumping into this character. All this stuff is happening and it's hectic. It doesn't make sense. So I like for the, um, for the first episode, I like to me, it has a solid foundation. Um, mm-hmm. I would say that where it could go, I would say that it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, 
On a scale of like one to ten, I give it like eight. That's good enough. I give like about an eight for the first, for the first English, episode. That's enough for me to go watch. Definitely enough for me to go watch. So, oh, I'm logged in. I probably have time to watch it on Monday. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. I can't wait to see it. See what's going on. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. It's a movie I might go see. And I know probably a lot of people might not go see it. But this Sonic movie, I might have to go see the Sonic 2 movie because I saw the first one. Yeah. And at I first I was like, it's probably going to be cheesy. I did. I kind of, I liked it because Jim Carrey <laughs> gave me what I needed to be Dr. Robotnik. I know people are like, oh, he wasn't fat. Mm-hmm. Man, Dr. Robotnik ain't got to be fat. He played the role. Of, like, I, honestly, that's what drew me into the movie. I mean, Sonic, Speed, and all that. I knew they were going to do the animation right. Once they drew him the right way, I was cool with that. Um, because the first yeah, two times they drew him, he looked weird as hell. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the cocaine version of Sonic. But uh, <laughs> to be honest, man, I really can't wait to see what's next with this new movie because it got tails in it. And it's going to be off the chain. I'm, I'm, I ain't going to lie. I'm kind of... I'm kind of going to go want to go see it. Even if I don't have my nieces, I still might go pull up and go see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like, too, for the posters that they have, it, um, that they have a design, like, similar to the video um, to the video game covers. I like that part. Yep. Perfect. It was perfect. And that's that. And that's what I'm in. See, this is, that's, that's another thing that's going to draw me back to why I'm DC made me mad. The people that did Sonic took the, the, the cover from the video game and just, you know, so everybody who know to get the Sonic game just know that there it is. That's Sonic 2. I remember that. I want to go see it. Because I got some super bad reviews on that Batman movie, and I'm probably going to watch that on Monday too. I just wanted to see mm-hmm. how bad it was because they were just, now, a lot of people did, really didn't like that movie, and I just wanted to give my own take on it, but, I mean, I don't know. It's it's a lot, but for me, I just feel like it's a lot going on with it. But for the Sonic movie, I'm glad the people from the Sonic movie um, and did what they're supposed to do. I'm, 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 I'm glad they did that. Yeah, I really, I really like that one. And uh, what else? Oh, then I'm looking forward to um, Doctor Strange. That's and true. I'm, I'm already madness. trying to find tickets for that. Yeah, I I'm already that, ready for that. I think that the battle scenes. I think, I think the battle scenes are going to be really good because we finally seeing the Scarlet Witch. Like she finally really going. In a hundred percent, I think finals. Yeah. So that's what I want to see is that she really going in mm-hmm. and Doctor Strange that he didn't mess up. <laughs> I want to know that he's gonna it. go about and fix that because he's always the sensible mm-hmm. one. He's always careful, yep. man. He's like, don't do this. Yep. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't mess with the timeline. But then he didn't listen to his own advice. So I want to see how he's going right. to uh, get out of the situation. And then I want to see when he go in front of that council, that really uh, the actual doctor, uh, I mean, Professor X. Mm-hmm. And that one yeah. little cut screen. I want to see that. So it's a lot that I... And like I said, it's crazy that Marvel gives us this to where we geeked up to see what Marvel going to do. 
with their movie that we had to wait and we just on the edge of our seats. Mhm. Yeah, definitely for um for that. And then I think the other ones, I think they might have changed the schedule, but because um, yeah. there was a rumor that I don't know if it's true that people claim that you're gonna get a clip of Storm and Thor, um, Love and Thunder. Now, I don't know if it's true, but that's what they claim that you're supposed to get a clip of her. Now I don't know because people have been waiting for her to appear in black because she was married to T'Challa, but I don't know if it yeah. actually happened. So that's up in the air. No. Right. But I guess it's possible. Yeah. I guess it's possible. Yeah. That's definitely and the two, oh, I, all I, the Marvel movies that, uh, don't really know. Then I think, okay, so next I think is Miss Marvel, and then She-Hulk. Those should be the next two on Disney+. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to see what this, uh, this She-Hulk going to look like. I got to see what this Miss mm-hmm. Marvel going to do. Like I said, I'm on the edge of my seat for everything, Marvel. I can't even lie. Whatever Marvel's going to pop, I'm ready for it. Do a good job. Because um, I think her name Tatiana, I think, Mansley, and she did a mm-hmm. great job in the, there's a TV series yeah. called What's the Black. And she did a great job playing all those different personalities and different characters. So I think that if she can yeah. tap into some of that, I think that she hopes, I think, I think it'll be. Uh, I think it'll be okay, as long as the story, you know, as long as it's a good story, and it makes sense. Right. Mhm. Pretty much, as long as it get me where I need to go, I'm good. But yeah, I just, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm always ready for the MCU, and I definitely will have a report on the uh, Batman movie um, soon because I'm gonna watch it. And I'm going to see what the rave is or whatever the report is about it. So can't wait to see mm-hmm. that. Because like I said, too, overall for that one, I would say that, okay, to me, it's not the best Batman movie that you ever seen. But to me, that no. I don't think that it's like, okay, some people just say that it's just like, crappy, life is ridiculous, but they don't like it at all. Okay, mm-hmm. so even if you don't like Robert Patterson, okay, that's fine. You don't have to like him as Batman <laughs> or what he portrays. But from where I look at it, okay, because I'm like a fan of like the noir movies in general. So for like the noir vibes and like the detective part, like they said, you can really see how – well, to me, like, well, he really worked close with Alfred. So, like, usually right. in the other movies, they kind of, like, had Alfred as, like, you know, they would lean more towards the Alfred with just the butler. But Alfred wears right. many coats. He does more than just being the butler. But in this one, like, you could kind right. of see, like, their partnership, even though it was strained. And, like, um, right. just for the backstory on the other characters, like, it was different, but to me, it was like a standalone noir detective movie that you could see that it was a movie alone from just Batman. It wasn't just like this is a film that relies on, okay, this is a Batman movie. To me, it was a movie that stood out by itself that you didn't even have to have Batman in there. Right, right. Yeah, that's, 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 I mean, 
like I said, I ain't seen it yet, so I guess once I check it out and I give it the full view and, you know, understand what's going on, then I can actually, you know, you know, give my honest opinion. I ain't going to go off everybody else's opinion like that. Mm-hmm. But the visual, but, but, but visually, the way it looked, it was nice. Well, like, from like a cinematic standpoint, I like, I like that part. So, yeah, I can't wait to think about it. Mm-hmm. Definitely going to check it out. Now, after that movie, now, I think that they should wait before, if they decide to do two, I think they should wait. Yeah, they, they got to do, do something else. I think they need to do somebody else. I still say they should go with the villain. I think that they need to go, like, deep. Yeah. Like, deep into the villains. Mm-hmm. Don't do the, don't do, like, PG-13. Go rated R. Go extreme. Dive off the cliff. Go to the extreme where they get you, like, a horror scene. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. like, a horror director. Or some of those types of people that really go greedy with it. I, yeah, I, I think, think they should they just leave in the doom then. Mm-hmm. I think they should do the Legion of Doom. Um, just with some characters, just so we can see these villains and then and then you could be able to like bring the Justice League, add some more Justice League characters to it, like have another Justice League movie where they add more characters mm-hmm. and stuff like that, man. So you know, the Legion of Doom versus, you know, Justice League or something like that. I mean, so I don't know, but it got to be something different because um, I'm still not impressed by the, the uh, if they when they show on the Flash both come out. Um, uh, Black Adam is probably the only DC movie I'm even looking forward to seeing. Mm-hmm. How do I say Black Adam and um, well, we don't really know the story behind Aquaman yet, but. Maybe because those were um, postponed because they have to do those reanimations. So maybe if something isn't right, they still have time to reshoot some of those scenes that might not quite fit. Right, right. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm waiting on too. Definitely, definitely waiting on. But yeah, those are some of the some of the movies DC. I'm kind of kind of waiting on. I just want to see if they do a good job. But yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully, okay. Out of out of the couple movies, come on, you gotta have one that's solid. Yeah, one of them got to stand out. That's Some guy, like I mean, like got a Marvel probability. Stand out. It has to be at least one. Yeah. It has to be. I think Black Adam has the has the star power to be in that realm, but. We'll see. Cause the Suicide Squad, those are trash. Um, Peacemaker, trash. Like I just, this is bad. Like I wasn't even in. Like the, the, the none of them. I just was not impressed by um, the the second Suicide Squad at all. It was bad for me. I didn't, I ain't even care for the cut screens. I ain't I ain't care for none of that. I was just like, man, okay, this movie's stupid. I wasted my time sitting there. Suicide Squad, I think the second one, I think they had, um, 
I mean, well, I know that it's supposed to be like a squad, but to me, I think they had too much going on. Mm-hmm. And I think just the foundation and like the storyline, they just had so mm-hmm. much going on that it was just all over the place that it wasn't together. Yep. All just terrible. But for um, but Peacemaker, I did like that one because it was like um, Guardians mm, of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's right. Like overload. And it was just like, uh, to me, it was like intended to be silly. So it was like one of those silly ones. That's just like, uh, it's not like meant to be taken seriously. It's just like dry humor, kooky. So to right. me, that was like a mix of a couple of things together. So you had your, your comedy and then the uh, over the top mm-hmm. and then the goofy and silly. So for what it was, I like that. I had a couple of good laughs. Yeah, I, I don't think I like that. Uh, that was just peacemaker. I, I guess I got to go re-back, re-watch it again, but from what I saw, I was not happy. I guess because mm-hmm. Suicide Squad was so trash that I didn't even care to see him in it. <laughs> you know. Like, for real, I didn't even give the chance that I didn't like Suicide Squad, so I guess it's because Suicide Squad messed it up for peacemaker for me, and I just didn't even care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it just didn't work yeah. for me at all. Yes, but hopefully we'll get it back together. So um, I guess we can take a break and we can play some music and then we'll be back. So coming up next um, is Danny Land Tang. Elevated fraud. Fraud. Huh. Damn, she 
Might have taken me for granted, well, I'll never know. Cause I done took all I can pay. Hit from my heart, my shit ain't. Feel like a ball in them shit. Got all my dudes paid. Got money in the bank, baby, well, fuck You ain't really like me, yes, I know. You ain't do shit for me, but stop my bro. Now it's time for me to outgrow you. Keep it real with you, I'm just trying to deal with you He just want to chill with you, pop a couple pills with you, no, no I've been through all again, I had my share of pain I'm sick and tired of playing and it makes me Really want to be with you, take a couple meals with you he just want to chill with you, pop a couple pills with you, no, no. I've been through all the games, I had my share of pain. I'm sick of tired of playing and it makes me. Made me want to get up off this roller coaster. I'd rather be at home alone, my call it call. All that lack of communication is gonna cost you down. I get high in the treetop. A couple shots to the head, I'm drinking pizza. Yeah, now my heart colder than last night pizza. Yeah, you can leave, baby, after la vista. Alright, so let's do it, we split you. Finally out the frame, now you get the picture. You got no more time to play the victim. Can't break down, girl, I'm on a mission, and I miss you. I lost myself, wish you took for kindness. I should've known she was simple-minded. So close, but we still divided. Damn, she might have taken me for granted, well I'll never know Cause I done took all I can't say Hit from my heart, my shit ain't Feel like a ball in the got all my dudes paid Got money in the bank, baby, well, Fargo You ain't really like me, yes I know You ain't do shit for me, but stop my growth Now it's time for me to outgrow you I'ma keep it real with you, I was trying to build with you He just wanna chill with you, pop a couple pills with you, no, no I've been through all the games, I've had my share of pain I'm sick of tired of playing and it makes me Really wanna deal with you, take a couple pills with you he just want to chill with you, pop a couple pills, but you don't know. I've been through all the games, I had my share with that. I'm sick and tired of playing, it makes me. Welcome back to OG Radio. I'm your host, Amethyst. So I'm going to jump right into question number two for the caramel. What's your scoop reply segment? Hey, Amethyst. How do you feel about education? What I mean is that you think education is important. And can you become successful without it? I am thinking about returning to school 
after having two children, a divorce, and going through the pandemic. I put all of my love, efforts, and hard work into my family. I feel like I gave up on me and put everyone else's happiness and well-being before mine. I don't resent my children because I did my job, but I didn't realize that I wasn't important enough for my husband. He never recognized my potential, nor pushed me to strive for my own self-worth. It's like I helped him to become established as a lawyer and encouraged him to pursue his dreams. I stood beside him, but somehow along his journey, he forgot about me and was not interested in my likes, dislikes, happiness, sadness, and loneliness. We grew apart because he said I was boring, always tired, and had no goals, which is not true. I worked to care of the kids. Him did schoolwork, participated in the kids' activities, ran errands, chores, and all. Now that the kids are in high school, I want to regain my independence and self-worth by enrolling in classes for community care work. So one day open a building to help and serve women displaced by their family. I would give them the tools to become self-sufficient. I am nervous to go back to school. Maybe I shouldn't. What do you think I should do? Hi, Unique. I am so glad you brought up the question about continuing education. It is a powerful tool to use and use it to create and solidify a future for yourself. Thumbs up to you for finally realizing how important you are, even if no one else does. You have the key to open the door towards success, and don't stop until you reach your goals. Unique, you need and deserve this for yourself. Education is the road to many opportunities. Setbacks are only stumbling blocks along the pathway to a successful life and career. The more you know, the further you grow. Kiss negativity that is around you. Goodbye. And bring back positivity. You can and you should do it. You will probably regret it even more in the future if you don't do it. It's time to put yourself first and get as much education as you can. And definitely invest in your future with the business plan and see to it that you have a nest egg. I believe success can be achieved with or without an education. You just have to network with the right people and self-made entrepreneurs. You can do it. People do it every day. Trust in your own abilities and don't give up. If you have money and all the right resources, you can do anything. Even if you don't, there are plenty of grants for women to start up a new business, especially if you didn't mention if you might be a minority. There are even more grants that you can sign up for. Invest in those business courses, read books, talk to business owners, professors, and anyone who can help you achieve your dream. You definitely got this, and good luck. I would agree with you on everything you just said. 
And I don't know if anybody's been watching Bella, the new show Bella. That's exactly what this sounds like. That uh, the new Envid was like she wanted to get back into painting, but the new Uncle Phil, she was like, um, you know, you you saved me, or you know, he was like, you know, and it got too hard, whatever else like that. I told you to take a break. I took care of the family. Mm-hmm. I took care of the kids. I took care of the bills. I took care of everything. She was like, if you wanted to save me, you should have tried to save me 15 years ago when I gave up. You didn't give me no words of encouragement or nothing like that. So I feel where she's coming from when she's talking about she helped him do this, she helped him do that, and she, and he felt like and she felt like he didn't help her. Sometimes as a man, we're, we're providers, we're protectors. And as long as we feel like we're providing for you and we feel you, we're protecting you, it's like everything else, that's what we're trying to do. So uh, I think it got to a point where he was just realizing that he was just doing his job as protecting his, his wife, his girlfriend, that he forgot that what comes with protection is also encouragement. You know, sometimes you have to, even if she was taking a break from whatever she was to look at going to school, the real thing was she wanted to know that her, her significant other has her back. You know what I'm saying? Even though he let her take a break, but she basically what she's saying is she, he never encouraged her to go back. He never encouraged her to, um, you know, go back to it. Or he never made a sacrifice for her to say, you know what? I had a lot of things I was doing. I'm going to scale back on some stuff, and I'm going to let you go pursue you. Um, I'm going a, I'm to, a, you know what I'm saying, take a lot off my plate so I can be able to, a lot of my personal stuff off the plate so I can put some of yours on and I can start to take care, whether that's taking care of home a little bit more, taking care of the activities a little bit more, or whatever it may be to where he, he's taking that that role on and allowing that that wife to start studying for whatever she's studying for or whatever needs to be done, he's able to go and do that. And I think that comes with with marriage. You have to be um, give and take. You have to understand, like, when you make it to the top, you also have to understand that you have to keep your significant other's dreams in mind. It goes in mind. So it's not about one person reaching their dreams. It's about two people. So I get where she's coming from. Um, definitely encourage her to pursue them dreams. You know, go go hard, do what you do, and and good luck. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. It's it's important that you don't lose yourself. You know, it's really easy to do. You become so focused doing other things right. that. And people have to take the time to reconnect with themselves because, you know, people see they change. See, sometimes they have to figure out where they want to go in life or what activities do you like now. Maybe activities that you used to do you don't even care about anymore. So you need to relearn yourself. And that's something that I think, you know, everybody should do. Mm-hmm. All the time. Sometimes you have to check in with yourself. Reach back and yep. pick yourself up because, you know, a lot of times, sometimes people, although it would be comforting, you know, if you had the support of others, but sometimes you have to battle things out alone because, you know, if you depend on other people, you sometimes you'll never get to where you're going because some people, 
Mm-hmm. You know, some people genuinely are supportive, and then some people that they just yep. don't care about people like that. <laughs> so they just it's don't care, them. you know. So I think sometimes that's what happens to a lot of people. You know, they be waiting for, you know, the support system and all that, and then they be mm-hmm. waiting and waiting and waiting, and it never comes, and then you done missed out on what you could have did with your life because right. you waiting on the support. Sometimes you have to struggle, and then it might yeah. come out on the other end, and sometimes you, you might always have to struggle. Right. That may just so be the, with, with that road is set for you. Mm-hmm. So you just have to keep in mind. I think that's what happens to a lot of people, too, and they get discouraged because, you know, some things that it is just easier for some people. And then other people, too, they have to work, too. Five times as hard, ten times as hard. Yep. But sometimes it just goes that way. I don't know why, but it just does. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, that's just the way the world is. But you have to keep yourself, um, you know, you always have to keep yourself afloat, even if you have to grab that mm-hmm. life jacket. Right. You got to just hold on for their life and keep it moving and just keep faith. That's what I feel like. The faith thing. You got to definitely, definitely keep keep the faith and stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> I had a I had a question somebody asked me, and it's it, it's it's not a relationship question. It was a business question. So, um, I've I've been getting pulled into the other app called Stereo. Um, it's a lot of entrepreneurs, business people. And it's a lot of, um, you know, uh, artists on there. And so mm-hmm. an artist asked me, I was in some chat room about music and whatnot, and one of, the, one of my guys pulled me into the room or invited me in. And they were having a discussion about um, business and marketing. And he mm-hmm. asked me a question as, a, as an independent label. Do you feel like, he asked me basically, as an independent company business, he was like, would you ever sign a deal to be a part of a major label? Now, with me, I'm like, um, he was like, basically, um, if a company likes what you're doing as a business and they want to they wanna sign you to a deal and whatever it is that you're doing, would you sign a deal? Well, he was like, would you sign that deal to be a part of that company or would you stay independent? And he was like, a lot of people was like, um, it was basically a situation where this is how he worded. He was like, if a company was offering you like, like a hundred K or like $2.3 million or $3.4 million to be a part of their company, whether it's they signing you as an artist, it's signing you as a label, like a, you know, label made or whatever it is like that. I told him that no, if you are not really established label, you should never sign a deal as an artist or a business. You should sign a distribution deal because that will be easy for you to retain a lot of things and still be able to do what you want to do with your money, do what you want to do with your career. So, because he was basically saying that he had offers from companies to do this, that, and the third. 
And I would like to be honest, man, a lot of people don't understand that you have to look over your contracts and all the other stuff. And he definitely was, didn't have an idea of what he was supposed to look at. And this brings me to my point. A lot of artists that are either coming into the game or just starting to take it seriously, they think they can go the Soldier Boy route where they can like shoot a YouTube video and then keep it moving. And a lot of times mm-hmm. you can't do that. Um, a lot of times artists don't know about advance money. So then they just see advance money and think, oh, we own. I'm going to go buy this, that, and the third. Not understanding that they're going to come back. All that money that you just got, they're going to want that back with interest on it. Um, it was just a lot that I had to put them on game about. And I, what I basically told them is, if there was a situation where I was going to sign any deal, it would be a distribution deal. I would try to get closest to a masterpiece deal as possible as a distribution company, not as an artist, mm-hmm. whatever like that. But um, I would just basically, they basically ask me questions about marketing, business, stuff like that, and also a point to where I had to tell them that you have to have a marketing budget. You have to have a budget for everything a budget for studio time, a budget for promo work, for marketing work, for all this stuff. So um, really on the stereo app, I've been doing a lot of work as far as, like, mentorships and stuff like that just to give these people the idea of what goes on with these situations so they don't just get, you know, just just get done bad like so many other young uh, actors or young uh, music musicians, you see them now in their mid to late 30s and they broke or they struggling or they ain't invest right or stuff like that. So there's a lot of just information that people need that they're not getting. And, um, you know, I just try to go on that stereo app once a week and, 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 and throw out some free game, you know, just to help these people out. That's all. Well, if I was an artist and I had the choice, I wouldn't want to sign a major label deal Um, because a lot of times I think that when people first sign, they're just the thought of being signed to a major label that they think that, oh, my God, this is good, this is great. And then they go crazy and they spend unnecessary money on flashy things and um, all the stuff that would come with it like your touring and then your press and then the music videos. But the big thing with that is that it is a loan and that you have to pay it back. So I think that they go too crazy and don't realize that if you're racking up these Mm -hmm. crazy deals, that you're going to have to pay this money back. And then at the end of the day, you might end up with nothing because you're so far into debt because you didn't think about you know, the consequences of that. So I wouldn't want to do a major label deal. I wouldn't do anything like that. Now, like you said about distribution, now I would probably go mm. to that route. But I think that it's important that, that the artists, if they really look into the business side of music, because they focus too much on the music and not the business, when it's like 1% music and 99% business, because if you don't have your business in order, mm-hmm. somebody's going to cheat you. 
and then you're going to end up making the wrong decision, and you don't want to be tied into right. a label, you know, where even if you make a deal, it's important that you have, that you make, um, like, alter, like alterations to the contract. Like, if it's something that you right. don't like, don't just sit up there and, like, sign it just because what they said that you should do, that you want to have a creativity rights because you don't want to sign to the label and then they have a writer that's writing for you that's not your genre that's not your style Mm -hmm. even if you did that you could be shelved as an artist but just because you're assigned to a label that that doesn't mean that you're gonna sell records like you think that you would do right they definitely get in that mode where they think they're gonna you know They gonna make it, or you know stuff like that, and then they don't they don't do what they're supposed to do. They just think they got a cover, and they don't got a cover. They don't understand, it and then they get the new edition route, or they get done like so for real. There's so many TLC got. I can keep going on about this stuff, but I'm just saying, read the contracts and go get a financial advisor and go get a lawyer. That's all I would tell y'all. Y'all going to the industry, man, to be out there. Mm-hmm. Or if you were going to do something like, well, you really want to try it, I mean, like, is that something that you want to get into? I've heard of, it's called, like, an EP deal, okay? So to me, like, that's kind of reasonable. Like, if you were going to do, like, a short EP, I'm not talking about some EPs that's considered a full album. I would say something that's, like, short. Maybe you just have, like, five or six songs on there, and then you do the contract Mm -hmm. for specifically that one project. Don't do, like, Mm -hmm. advances for, like, two or three projects, and then you stuck in that contract. Right. And then the label that they won't release you. Yeah, because you owe So that's like Megan Thee Stallion. Her saying that her last album wasn't the album. And that's crazy because how can you tell or how can you, you know what I'm saying, you know, what's the criteria of saying this is an album? Any songs? Does it have, have to have a certain release date? We've got to be released before the fourth quarter, third quarter. Like, how do you tell somebody, like, no, that ain't an album, but they released it like an album? It's just like, you know, how can you tell somebody, no, we're we not accepting that as an album? That's shady right there on y'all part. If she went in the studio and she put it out and she promoted and she got a single, that's an album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't, I don't understand that, but I mean, damn, who am I? The person trying to make it. But, um, yeah, you got to be careful in this industry. I just want you to know that um, regardless of what's going on, you have to, number one, always read the contract, and number two, doing this, doing whatever you're doing for the love, but also educate yourself on every aspect of whatever business you're in, whether it's comedy, whether it's music, TV, whatever you're doing. Make sure you understand the contract and also what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, because that's very important. And even if it wasn't music, just contracts, period. Because I think sometimes people, that they rush through the contract or half read and don't read to understand. That depends on what the contract is, is you need to understand what those words that's in the contract, what do they mean pertaining to what you're trying to do. 
because always is not the same in every instance. Because sometimes you see a lot of times nope. um, that people have to sign something, even if it's just like signing for a receipt that they just sign that they don't read. I scam over anything before mm-hmm. I sign. <laughs> even if it's just a right. receipt. Because you don't know, you know, it could be yep. a clause stuck in there that you didn't realize anything, that you should right. over anything that you sign. That's what you're supposed to do, but a lot of people don't do it. They just, like I said, that's a, like, new addition. I blame their parents. Like, I tell people all the time, they're like, oh, new addition, stupid. Like, no, their parents were. Like, come on, these mm-hmm. kids. So all y'all heard was advance money twice. Y'all got mm-hmm. done like that twice. The the parents got done like that twice. It took one of the kids, a.k.a. Michael Bivens, to learn the whole industry. Like, he listened to people. He went in there and, and talked to, oh, uh, what's the name, they label person and understood the business. Then did more research. Then figured out how to get out of their contract. Then figured out how to make sure they own their own stuff. So when you know, when they albums wouldn't do a good way like that, he was still afloat because he learned mm-hmm. the business. Even when all the madness happened and, you know what I'm saying, they was being sued, Michael Bivens was still all right because he still had money, income coming in from other artists, and he was able to do low-key what was done to him so he could stay afloat, which was he probably thought wasn't cool, but at the time he understood the business. So now he like, damn, yeah, we get done, we got done wrong, but now I I understand why he they do what they do. So you know what I'm saying? My mm-hmm. albums ain't selling, but I'm still staying afloat because I'm managing these groups and I'm you know I'm I'm always gonna touch money. So I commend Michael Bivens for educating himself. And I blame the parents for getting screwed like that twice because the parents, they ain't read no contract, they ain't know nothing. And that's what I was telling people. Like, they blamed everybody else but themselves. They blamed the, the road manager first. Twice. You were with the boys, you supposed to be looking. He like, he like, it ain't my job to read y'all contracts. He was like, I told y'all to read some contracts, get some lawyers. Y'all just heard advance money. And that's what happened. And he was, t- and like I said, when they fired him the first time, they thought it was him. The second time, they got done wrong the same way. And he was like, I wasn't around. I'm not in control mm-hmm. of nothing. And when they brought him back for the second stint, parents was still trying to, like, throw shade on him. He like, no. All I'm here is to do is, to, is, to, is choreography. He was like, when they didn't have this record deal, I fine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he was like, y'all parents are giving me damn. Y'all was getting money. He was like, when y'all got that advance, I didn't get a dime of that. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, seriously pay attention to what you're doing in the industry, like, for real. Like, even though people watch some stories and some people just joke it off, no, that's really what happened. Pay attention okay. and get your, and make sure you get, you know, your fair share. Yeah, you even teach you that you have to watch out for the lawyers too sometimes. Oh yeah, the lawyers be the one. Because sometimes they would have you pay so much money up front, or say uh, you only have to pay uh, half, half, and then you end up paying the lawyer more than you might 
should have because, you know, some people, like, if they just hire an attorney or a lawyer, that they don't follow up and check back. You know, sometimes people, that they just wait for them to reach out to them. But for something like that, that you have to stay, you know, on on the person because even a lawyer could stiff you. So it's just something that you really, I say your best bet is that, okay, to get you a lawyer and to really read as much as you can. And even if you have a lawyer represent you, that you would be able to notice the signs of if your lawyer was taking you in the wrong direction or that they were trying to get a bigger cut than what they really should deserve. So just make sure that you really right. study and that you know oh, yeah. what's going on for yourself to the most part, that you are really knowledgeable. So there's plenty of books that you could get. There's a lot of stuff that you could look on the Internet for. Okay. Right, we're going to take a quick break and go back to the music for Fresh Friday. We're going right. to play My mm-hmm. Baby by James Houston, Jr. Gonna find my girl Gonna find her tonight And gonna take her for a ride In the middle of the night Gonna kiss her hand And tell the Lord amen Cause I think that I And that I found my girl Gonna find my baby I'm gonna kiss her in the morning and hug her at night. I'm gonna find her. I'm gonna hold her. I'm gonna kiss her. To my home down in Tennessee, and gonna take a bottle of Memphis to show them more about me. Gonna drive down the hill and grab a good old barbecue. Gonna take the down the riverside and get a little frisky. I'm gonna find my baby. I'm gonna kiss her in the morning and hug her at night. I'm gonna find her. I'm gonna hold her. I'm gonna kiss her.
Welcome back to OG Radio. I'm your host, Amethyst. I'm going to play two more songs back to back, and then we will be back. So the songs will be Ivy Drip, Beauty Queen, and Jay Carter, No Kelly. Jamaica spot, 
Ain't worried about shit, cuz I'm buying that thing cock. That thing cock. Trey Five. Nigga, that's my main block. My main block. But I'm protected in my city like I am Barack. Like I am Barack. It's going down, bad boy. Young Jock. Young Jock. Number one rule is we don't talk to cops. We don't talk to cops. But I talk to thoughts like little buddy Miss Cotter, no rock. No she rock. She say I'm Keisha, nice to meet ya, and I like to shop. Like hold to on, shop. hold on. Baby, don't you Baby, go there. Don't you go there. Like, take you on trips because I got a show there. Two, three, you see me, Mike Jordan, and I am the owner. Girl, like my Marley Loud Pack, I'm smelling like a stoner. Like we roller, we roller. No Kelly, we roller. Buddy left the club with me about four o'clock in the morning. And she know I'm smoking. I'm rolling up that potent. She say she can't tell her man because she knows she bogus. Don't and bust it open for a real nigga. Real nigga. Now go with attitude, cause I ain't gonna deal with you. I'm trying to be real with you. Don't wanna deal with you. You shit like fuck you, then get higher than the hill with you. Packs all in my arms. It's girls all in my belt. It's bullets all in my gun. Don't get your body filled with that lead. Video talking about bread. Long hair talking about dreads. And if she thinks she getting some, kill yourself that shit dead. Now she broke she focused, mad a little bitch focused, pulled out my magic stick, then she turned the hocus pocus, now I'm poking, I'm poking, Facebook, I'm poking, now I'm poking, I'm stroking, she love the motion in my ocean, but I'm noting and I'm smoking, I'm rolling up that potent, she say she can't tell her man because she knows she bogus, she see me in the club and she know a nigga be posted, had on OGCJM attire, couldn't help but notice that we rolling, we rolling, no Kelly, we rolling, but he left the club with me about four o'clock in the morning, I she know I'm smoking, I'm rolling up that potent, she say she can't tell her man because she knows she bogus, we rolling, we rolling, no Kelly, we rolling, but he left the club with me about four o'clock in the morning, I'm rolling up that pole. She thinks she can't tell her man because she knows she's bold. Welcome back to LG Radio. I'm your host, Amethyst. Again, you are listening to Fresh Friday. And again, if anybody would like to call in before we end the show shortly, that number is 516 Also, another show that I like that, I don't know if you ever watched it, but uh, it's called Abbott Elementary. It's almost like The Office. You know what? I definitely just got into that show. I saw like two episodes and I was busting up. And the crazy part was the old boy uh, from Everybody Hates Chris, he a teacher in there. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, but and then I found out that she named that show after one of her teachers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I figured, I'm like, that. that's deep. And I kind of rock with it, but uh, it, it's, it's a nice show, and I like the fact that it's produced. And directed, and you know, what I'm saying? it's a black, it's a black people, like black people, like she's creator of that show, and that's called. You know I mean, I know it's a lot of diversity in the show, but the fact that you know, what I'm saying, somebody who came from doing like I think Vine and YouTube, like Vine skits and stuff like that, or 
Like she mm-hmm. was doing like um like you like like Vine and and uh, TikToks and all this other stuff, these skits and to see where she is now, man, that's that's amazing. To see how, you know what I'm saying, she went from being like internet famous to actually actually famous. So I'm I definitely rock with it. Um, I'm I'm a hundred percent behind the show. Um, I just started getting into it, so I'm not even gonna say I'm a day one fan. I I, I saw a couple, like one or two episodes, and now I'm kind of hooked into it. And then I found, mm-hmm. I learned the origin of I really got into it. So I'm proud of seeing black people do great things, and um, I just hate the fact that we gave like we actually everybody know what happened with the Oscars, but I'm not gonna speak on that. You know, everybody been talking about that for weeks, but. The fact that they was able to have an all black cast and just for us to do that was a was a whole black app. But in mm-hmm. some lighter news, um, um, I like the fact that I've been watching ESPN for the last couple of days, and um, people know I'm gonna talk about this. I think me and Real are gonna talk about this on Monday. I think I'm gonna bring it up then um, about minority coaches and female coaches in the NFL, and it's just. It's just a terrible situation, but if y'all want to hear more about that, I promise you the Monday or Tuesday, me and Real are going to get into it because it has to be talked about. We got to talk about it, and um, I'm just tired of seeing it in that, in that direction and that light and all other stuff that's going on. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. But uh, we definitely have to do better, and we have to prepare these jobs that we keep saying we want and we also have to support the people who are in position or who are qualified to have these jobs because a lot of times people uh, are qualified for these jobs but nobody else will speak up for them so um, if people understand the NFL y'all already know what I'm talking about Um, NFL draft ain't that far away so you know I want everybody to understand that too and uh, make sure we 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 uh, we get these minorities and in um, in higher up positions because that's the only way we're going to change a lot of narratives, not just in the NFL, not just in the NBA, but in life in general. We're not going to change a lot of things if it's the same people who don't look like us or who don't share our same values. You know, continue to have this position, they continue to continue to do what they want to. Mm-hmm. Because so, yeah, that's you know, just, a lot of people they have to they have to they have to step forward too because it's just you know that a lot of times the 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 people or the consumers a lot of times they have a bigger voice than they realize because all the time mm-hmm. it's just uh, in house complaining. I think that that's too. I mm-hmm. think sometimes so long for things to get done because especially when you're mm-hmm. within an organization like that, you don't want to blow the whistle and lose your job. So a lot of times you'll just suffer because it's hard, especially when somebody like holds your your paycheck in their hand. Oh yeah, you'd be scared to lose that check. That's what mm-hmm. it be about. They're scared to lose that check. Everybody ain't like Calvin Company. They ain't scared to lose that check, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it is what it is, but it's crazy, and that's what it is. Uh, uh, before I get out of here, man, I just want to say I appreciate everybody who is still rocking with OG Radio. Um, just everybody from the artists to my whole staff to Genesis, Radio Real. I got Ron B, uh, no Ryan. Uh, Amethyst, I appreciate all y'all, man. Like I said, I know it's a lot of stuff that's coming down the pipe, 
that's going to have all of us, like, doing a lot of work. But I guarantee y'all, man, it's going to pay off in the end. And like I said, I appreciate y'all just staying locked in with, with the goal and with, you know, everybody tracing their dreams at the same time, but we're all able to do it, you know, together. And we're able to help each other and stuff like that. So um, that's all I really got to say. Y'all already know my motto. I said the end of all my shows. Do what you love and love what you do, and the rest take care of yourself. Ever did you got anything before we get out of there? Um, see, I want to say that um, that I hope that everyone has a safe weekend, and I hope that everyone mm-hmm. really enjoyed my April Fool's joke about the purple passion. I hope they really enjoyed that. Right. You Definitely didn't do. get it either, did you? I don't think I came in on that. I don't think I came. Was it? Was it about me? <laughs> Yes. Is that about the me? April Fool's and yes, I went right April along. Joke. Yes. The April Fool joke was that OG Fresh Friday show was no longer going to be because I was taking over Fridays with Purple Passion. And you were coming on to give your resignation speech. That's what I said. And, and I did do that. I gave the whole resignation. <laughs> I, I, I went along with it to the team, too. I know people going to be looking like. Now we don't even know what's going on on Friday. What we supposed to do? But I mean, hey, the best part about this, we can leave them in suspense because they don't really know if we see it or not. That's the best part of it. They don't even know if we see it or not. So, with that being said, you don't know what show you're getting on Friday. So I'm going to all y'all to tune in and see what you're going to get on next Friday. I'm your boy, Mr. AK, and that's Amethyst and... You don't know who you're going to catch next Friday. So we get that job, man. Y'all be safe. <laughs> and we're out.